0: My relationship with social media for a while was not good at all because people saying stuff about me, publications, press, random people online that would like nitpick everything that I did. I would consume so much of that content that I started to believe it myself. There was many times where I was like, I'm done. Like I'm done. I hate everything. I hate myself. I hate what I do. I hate every video I put out. Everyone keeps saying I'm a horrible person. Are they right? Am I? I was like struggling to a point where like I did not want to be here.
1: When life gives you lemons, what do you do with them?
2: Over here at The Squeeze, we We talk talk about about it. it. Happy. Happy Wednesday, and welcome back to The Squeeze.
1: Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us on this beautiful Wednesday.
2: A very exciting episode today. Yes. If you are not watching on YouTube, then you are missing out on this beautiful rebrand that we have done. We have been waiting to show you guys this. We put in a lot of hard work.
1: Shout out to my dad for helping me hang this wood behind us.
2: Thank you, Mr. Tayo. It's not just the studio; we we're we we're doing a, a complete rebrand because um we just felt like it was time, and mainly because if if you didn't start from the beginning with us, then you wouldn't know this, which is when we started this show. The idea was that it was going to be Tay's thing,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and. I was going to be, um, you know, kind of just a fill-in
1: host. He was my full-time husband, part-time co-host. Yeah. Was his little
2: slogan. But shortly after we started, we did the first couple episodes. We had our first one or two guests. And I was like, okay, this this is good. I, I want to be a part of this. So um, here we are. We're what, like almost 40 episodes later?
1: Yeah, almost. Yeah, 38, I think.
2: And we just, we both, you know, as a couple, as individuals, as friends, have enjoyed this experience so much. And we both get so much out of it. Yeah. And we love seeing what our guests get out of it while they're here in this safe space room. And we love seeing what the show gives to our our listeners and Viewers, so we're just incredibly thankful. It's already beyond our wildest dreams yeah. what this show would have done. Um, but that being said, we um we have new cover art. Yes, we have a new studio.
1: But yeah, we wanted the cover art to kind of reflect what the show is now because our original cover art was me with like Taylor in a little corner. Um, very adorable. Which was cute, but not, not an accurate, Um representation of what the show is. So. It
2: looked like a cover of Us Weekly.
1: Oh my gosh, it did.
2: Where they have the like the, the little, little bubbles in the corners. That's so funny. Like the side stories. Oh
1: my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I wanted to update that. And yeah, if you're new here, welcome. We are so happy to have you.
2: Good time to tune in.
1: Good time to tune in because boy, do we have a freaking good episode for you today. Oh, that too. <laughs> yeah, mainly that. I think we filmed one of my most favorite episodes because i don't think i've ever related to a guest like i have the guest we have today miss charlie d'amelio
2: yeah i I was kind of in shock the whole interview and you'll see me just looking over at girl tay every time charlie says something and it sounds exactly like tay and i'll just like be like And it just kept happening over and over and over again.
1: Yeah. I felt like I was literally just talking to someone that like completely understood me, which is funny because, like, we, I mean, as you guys hear in the interview, we struggle with the same things and we have very similar backgrounds to a certain degree. Yeah. To a certain degree, little habits that we do that are very random, but we both do them. Uh, So it was so fun. And I, Charlie totally exceeded every thought, expectation. I mean, obviously we know who she is. She's the queen of TikTok. And we've seen her everywhere for quite some time. And we thought she was a lovely person before she came in. But her sitting and actually getting to talk one-on-one with her, um, she is so well-spoken and so articulate. Like, as a 19-year-old, I don't think I was that... I still don't even think I'm that articulate. (laughs) But um, she was so kind, so sweet, um, just a joy. And I feel like people maybe wouldn't think that about her if you're judging her from... Because she's famous from TikTok. But she's truly just like a very down-to-earth, sweet human. I was like, when we were done with the interview, I was like, oh, dang, she's got to go now. <laughs> like, I've enjoyed my time with her.
2: Yeah. I mean, I I, I knew she was going to be like sweet and that she's, you know, a good human. Yeah. But I will just say whether you're, if you are listening because you're a Charlie fan, you know what I'm about ready to say. But if you're somebody like me, um, just joined TikTok uh, three, four months ago, um, that had a preconceived idea of who charlie D'EMelio is i think yeah i think she's gonna shock you um she really like girl tay said like she's just so smart um and just really has a lot of great insight yeah um and we just we felt like she was tay's little sister um we really connected with her and um i miss her already i want her back in the chair I know. But um, yeah, it's a great conversation. And I think you guys are going to enjoy it quite a bit.
1: Yeah. Should we jump in? Yeah, I think we should.
2: All right. Let's jump in, Charlie. Here we come. Charlie, thank you for joining us on The thank Squeeze. We are so excited me. to have Woo! you. Really, really,
0: to be here.
2: Aww. We, we usually start each episode by going back to the beginning. Um, but with you, we actually wanted to start just by saying thank you. because for somebody like you with your level of visibility, speaking openly and honestly about your mental health is just massive. And I really I don't think I know it is going to impact the uh, upcoming generation. Um, And I just think it's huge. And I hope you know that because it's it's yeah. really wonderful and it's really beautiful. So
0: thank you. Thank you. That's you. so sweet.
2: Well, of course.
0: It's, yeah.
1: It's true. Yeah, truly. We're very thankful for, for that. And we know it's like, it's not easy to do and it definitely is scary and takes a lot. So yeah, we're just thankful for, you know, shedding light on mental health. Yeah. And putting it. Yeah.
2: I feel like most people would assume that... Uh, your anxiety came from your life, you know, within the last few years. But is it true that you've kind of, that's always been something that's been a part of your life, like long before
0: 2020? I mean, when other people in my life started noticing that I had anxiety, I was in like third grade. Wow. It was not... That's crazy. I've never lived without it. Obviously, there's been times where it's heightened, but I've... I mean, for as long as I can remember, I've always been a very anxious person about everything. Yeah. And I would say my worst time dealing with anxiety was probably like 12. Okay. That was when I used to get really severe panic attacks. Yeah. And I was like, sometimes I would look at my parents when I was going through this and they they almost felt so helpless because this yeah. is this 12-year-old yeah. child. And I I struggled with my mental health a lot growing up just from how my body chemistry is that's just who I am and I've like I've struggled with OCD for pretty much my whole life. I was like I used to have this thing that not a lot of people know about and I don't know if I've ever like really talked about it but it's called trichotillomania and yeah my panic attacks and anxiety attacks would make me pull my hair out. Oh. And it's something that it's almost like embarrassing to talk about cuz it seems so random like we'll just stop. But it's That was how much my mind controlled everything in my life. Yeah. And I've never lived without it. I've never gotten to experience just like pure bliss because that's always been my my life, how I think. So crazy. And I just like wish I could give my little self a hug because that was Um, just like so horrible to feel that, that young. Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
2: You've also never talked about that but yeah I, I don't know like how to can... say
1: it that ch- I can't I can't ever say yeah. it I have that as well i struggled with it a lot in high school um and even like a little bit in nursing school but mine was like I would pull my eyelashes mm-hmm. and I literally would have like yeah I Trunks guess I I have never missing. talked about it no you and haven't. I guess we kind of did I kind of did too because when we started dating I was in nursing school but I would literally have like just like a like I was missing my eyelashes from like here to here in my eye and there so was crazy. literally like yeah, be nothing and that's I still well now that I have like nails on I keep them on because it helps me from doing that yeah um but before I had them on it's just like even when I like get nervous or I'm concentrating I just like
2: yeah pull them you're so much better with it now yeah but I used to have to all the time be like
1: smack my hand away yeah okay. and like so take her crazy. hand out she,
2: she would just be in this like zone and just like yeah. overthinking everything and just, just gnawing at her eyelashes.
0: It's such a wild thing that that's, that's the way your anxiety comes out. Yeah. And there's definitely been like ups and downs. Still, sometimes I catch myself like, what are you doing? Like, you're yeah. so far past that. You don't have to do that. Yeah. But it's it's such, and to meet someone else that has that, it's so crazy. Yeah. that yeah. yeah, I definitely don't like hear about that.
1: And yeah, I think I have gotten better. So I don't really For like sure. think about it. There mm-hmm. definitely are times when I'm like, I find myself. I'm like, okay, now let's do something else. But yeah. yeah, that definitely was like a very big part of my life. My mom would be like, "What are you doing?" My mom is an esthetician and is very into like face. Very upset. She had
2: chunks of her eyelashes. And missing.
1: yeah, I would literally just glue little like the single ones in my eye. Like go to school. Where I would wear really thick eyeliner so that you like couldn't tell. Fill it in. <laughs> Fill it in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can What can you do? So something, as you guys know, that has been a huge part of my mental health journey, Taylor's mental health journey, journeys as individuals and as a couple has been therapy. Amen. And that is why I am so excited to share our next sponsor with you guys, which is Cerebral. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. I love that Cerebral is 100% online because that means you have no excuse. You have to go. Like there's no, oh, I don't have time to go drive. It's too long of a drive. No, you can do it on your lunch break. You can do it before work, after work. And it's honestly just, it's convenient.
2: Yeah, it's convenient and they have great therapists.
1: Yeah, and its it'll just keep you accountable too. So we highly, highly encourage that you guys check out Cerebral because therapy has just done wonders for us. And we know it'll do the same for you. To get started on your path towards better mental health, Cerebral is giving our listeners 15% off their first month of online therapy, medication, mm-hmm. or both. Get started at cerebral.com/slash podcasts and use code the squeeze to make 2024 your best year yet. That's cerebral, cerebra dot com slash podcast, and use code the squeeze Offer is only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. See site for details. Get going on that therapy.
2: So when you were like in third grade, was was it you or somebody else, other people that started noticing it, you know, in you?
0: Well, to me, that was just how everyone thought. Uh Because that was all I knew. I didn't know any better. So I thought, oh well, everyone gets immense anxiety and has panic attacks, you know? Yeah. But my parents like they got me a book that was Wimberly Worries and it was like a book about anxiety for children. And I've just they tried everything to kind of like help me. I was in therapy very young Mm. and I just, that was, that was all I knew. I didn't know anything was like, nothing was wrong with me, but there was something in my brain that made me think the way I did. Yeah. yeah. I do want to ask you something because you were holding a Red Bull and this
1: is something that you can (laughs) Uh do what you want with this. Have you ever tried cutting out caffeine? It's hard. (laughs) I know. I know. She
2: went through the same thing. We can,
1: you know, it's everyone, you know, to each person it's different, but. For me, I cut caffeine out and it was literally the worst thing because I'm obsessed with coffee as yeah. I know you are too. And I, I mean, I just switched to decaf. So like it's still tastes the same.
2: You'll do a half calf too. Now,
1: Well, now I've graduated back to half calf, <laughs> but okay. I completely cut out all caffeine because I was getting to a point where I would start my day and have like a cup of coffee and I'd be sitting and then like two to three hours later, I would literally just like be like anxious and shaking and I would like have to go lay down and like I couldn't like do anything and we talked about it and I started seeing a psychiatrist and he was like you should try cutting out caffeine and we have a friend that went through the same thing and I was like no I don't really want to I really like coffee but it was finding the the adjustment or like finding the decaf or doing tea or doing like drinking Sprite I drink Sprite all the time because that's like my like little thing but (laughs) If you haven't tried that yeah. and you feel an urge ever, I it w- it worked wonders for me because now I'm like...
0: I mean, maybe just like try it for a month, see what it's like. Yeah. That's, that, that's hard. The first, I know, the first like week or so, I was like, I hate this. I was getting
1: headaches and... I didn't even, my body wasn't even like actually gaining anything. I feel like from the caffeine, yeah. like I, it wasn't waking me up anymore, but it was like, I was addicted to Just it. I'd like had yeah. to have, co- I could drink coffee like before bed and be like fall asleep and be fine. Yeah. yeah. Same. But what it was doing on like a cellular level in my brain was not okay. And that's definitely, um, helped me, but. I just thought about that because I saw your Red Bull can and I Yeah, I'm, I'm, no,
0: I'm the worst. I'm, I always have something: coffee, cold brew, Red Bull, Celsius. Yeah. Like, yeah, I had my coffee in the car. and Red Bull. I brought it here. Like, it's, I'm never without it. But my sister had to cut caffeine out. She has non-epileptic seizures, and that was something that was affecting her. So she had to cut it out. And I saw how hard that was for her. Oh wow! Because she's a big Red Bull drinker too. Yeah.
2: Wow. I know. Wait, what's Non-epileptic.
0: Yeah, it's. I think it's psychogenic non-epileptic seizures where it's like you don't have epilepsy, but you can get seizures. Okay. It's really, I don't know that much about it, honestly, but she had one a couple months ago and literally like on the side of the road. I don't even know where they were. They were like sunset, something like, and she had to get taken in an ambulance to the hospital. It was like crazy. Wow. She had to cut caffeine out for a while. Jeez. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. it's a well, wild thing to to yeah. have and to learn about.
2: Yeah, we've recently talked about epilepsy because um, we had Cameron Boyce's uh, parents on, and you know he passed away in 2019 from a seizure.
1: Yeah, and he had epilepsy,
0: so.
2: But yeah, he had it rough. But they're very passionate about talking more about epilepsy and stuff and it's
0: so crazy i had a friend who had epilepsy and like watching that and how it would affect her life like she couldn't get her license when everyone else got it she couldn't yeah. like do certain things it's crazy yeah. how big it is and and not a lot of people like are very open about it yeah, yeah.
1: well that was that was the biggest thing we learned from them yeah. is that like i mean i've heard of it because i'm a nurse and i've like seen it but like you that you don't hear people like talking about it, and they were telling us how like there's such a stigma behind it. But yeah. I'm like, I mean, it's very ignorant of me to say, but why? But it's something that I feel like needs to not have a stigma yeah. around it because yeah. like
0: that's not that's that's not true. I mean, if yeah. people knew how to respond to someone having a seizure, like yeah. just oh, yeah. things like that, like
2: I would freeze. I would. Have I know no I would have, like, have like, no what idea you what to do. Yeah. Do you
0: want to know what to do?
2: Yeah.
0: If they're like sitting
1: in like an unsafe. Sp- area you get them to the floor yeah, uh, there's the different ground. kinds of seizures too uh-huh. there's ones that like can look like strokes there's ones where they're like when you think of a seizure like yeah. you're shaking there's like four or five different kinds but you get them on the floor put them on their side
2: on their side because
1: sometimes you can like throw up after okay so they don't so they don't choke but get them to like a safe space and lay them down
0: okay. that's crazy
1: they should clip that and
0: put that everywhere because I think more people need to know yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's scary. Like seeing someone sees is very scary. Oh, it's, I couldn't imagine. It's, yeah,
0: I've I mean, never seen it happen, but I saw a video and it's like traumatizing Yeah, yeah. to I see bet. someone you love go through that. Yeah. yeah. What tools have
1: you put in place because you've been,
0: you know, dealing with anxiety for so
1: long? Are there like tools like therapy or different like self-care things that you've put in place and you're like, I need this, like this is helps me so much?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm... I'm in therapy for sure. That's something that I think is so important, you know, good times and bad times in your life. I think it's important to not just do it when you're hitting rock bottom. Yeah, Things like just trying to, Oh, one of my big things, which is funny because we were just talking about like traveling, that really, really sets me off. And that's Mm. big OCD mixed with anxiety Mm. because I hate leaving my space, my stuff. Yeah. My dogs, my bed, like, I yeah. can't, it really, really bothers me and stresses me out. So every single time before a trip without fail, and I've been like this for years, even when we would go from Connecticut to Louisiana to go see my family, crying every single time before I left because I didn't want to leave my stuff. So Your now I'm space. like, that's my new thing that I'm trying to get better at. But, yeah. I mean, I've tried all of the different, like, breathing exercises, um, different things to do with your eyes to calm you down and regulate your nervous system. It's like little random things like looking side to side like that, mm-hmm. confusing your brain. Um, actually treating my ADHD helped my anxiety a lot, mm-hmm. which is very random and weird. But anxiety and OCD together is like the worst headache It's because yeah. You're focusing on a million things, but no, I need to focus on this one thing, but I can't. And it's like back and forth. Yeah. So that really helped my anxiety a lot, which is wow. random. And I didn't get diagnosed with ADHD and OCD until two or three years ago.
2: Okay.
0: So it was pretty new and learning, learning about what is going on in my brain and what is ADHD, what is OCD? Because it's so different on everyone. Like my boyfriend has OCD really bad, but he has it like. When you think of OCD and you think like step twice, numbers this, have to say this this many times. Like he has that. Okay. Mm. Mine is very internal. Yeah. So it's like, it's a lot easier to figure it out once you kind of know what's going on. Yeah. Which was helpful. But like I've tried everything, you know, trichotelomania is like a form of self-harm and I've struggled with that for a while and like it's manifested itself in different ways. So it's, you know, when... I don't get angry, but when I get to a point where I start to feel more anger or more mad, it's like throw ice at a wall, like random, yeah. but it helps. Got to get your mind on something else. Just like little things like that. Yeah. I literally feel like we are the same
1: person. I'm just like a little older than you. I like know. everything you were saying, I, I'd i like to a T I know. relate to you. I recently just was diagnosed with ADHD and- that and like anxiety and depression really coincide and I literally just like got prescribed medication yesterday I need to go pick it up um but like just how those like coincide and the same thing with like I can't like express myself very well in words and that has my husband has been very gracious with me (laughs) because he's very good at like he knows what he feels and he's like I feel this and I'm like I don't know, like, what I feel. The
2: processing of it. The processing. It's like when she gets overwhelmed with whatever that feeling is, like, and I, like, am asking her, like, what's going on? What are you feeling? Like, she can't put together. Yeah. And then I get, like, more
1: upset because I can't, like, put it into words. And then, like, my thing, when I get upset sometimes, I'll literally, like, punch a pillow. Like, I'll, like, get (laughs) on my bed and, like, I'll, like, punch it a few times. And I'm like,
0: okay. I feel better. Like, yeah. Let me think now. It's, or you
2: just start crying.
0: Or, uh, yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's normally the... <laughs> I cry at any emotion because I don't <laughs> know how to yeah. express myself. Yes. And yeah. my like, biggest word is, I don't know. Yeah. And my boyfriend all the time, he's like, uh, let's just get over it right now. And we just, for the first time ever, he said something, he made plans to go do something and I made plans to go do something, but he wanted me to go with him. And I was like, well, I didn't know it was an actual plan. So I made other plans. And we just, then and there, He didn't let me leave. He was like, stop saying, I don't know. Like, you need Mm -hmm. to, you need to tell me what's going on so I can understand it. Yeah. And then we had the conversation and I was able to figure out what I wanted to say. Yeah. And we solved it. And it was like, oh my gosh, faith, that was so easy. What have I been doing this whole time? So I, that's a big thing in therapy. Like, stop saying, I don't know. Tell people how you're feeling because it makes everything so much easier, but it's so hard when I'm like, but I genuinely do not know how I'm feeling right now. So yeah. I can't tell you. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, mine I'm is, trying to figure this out too. Yeah. yeah. Mine is
1: like, I'm sorry. Or like, I'm sorry or it's okay. Like, that's what I say all the time. And my therapist was, it's, has always been like, I'll just like tone down situations, even though they like, were very, impa- like I worked as a COVID nurse and like that gave me a PTSD and a plethora of mental health things. And like going to talk to him and I would like, share with him all this stuff and I'd be like but it's okay like I'm thankful for it he's like no like it was not okay and stop being yeah. thankful for it like genuinely no like that was not okay like you don't need to say but it's fine it wasn't fine yeah that's a big thing that I do well, wow. okay it's good stuff yeah we're buddies <laughs> yeah literally same people
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay I have a question I don't like the term overnight success. I've had people like, you know, over the years use that a lot with me and just people I know. And I just hate the term because so much work goes on behind the scenes, you know, that 99% of the world has no idea of before they start seeing, you know, the fruit of what you've been working towards. Um, But I do feel like if there was, A close definition (laughs) to overnight success, you would be pretty close to it.
1: Yeah, because of the world of social media and just the
2: timing of everything. Yeah. When your videos just started going more and more viral, you started accumulating millions and millions more followers daily. Was there ever like a specific moment that you just sat back and were like, holy crap, what is happening?
0: I think there's been. A couple small versions of that. I genuinely don't think that it's hit me yet exactly what's happened. And I think a lot of that has to do with most of my success coming from COVID and all of these people saying that they were fans of me and me not being able to see any of these people. Mm. Because, yeah, there's comments and comments and people and they're following me, but I don't like none of these people are, I'm seeing. I'm not. You know, on tour or yeah. doing meet and greets. You know, I'm just all well, these people say they like me, but I don't. I don't know. Yeah. They, these could all be bots. Who knows? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's it's really hard to understand. But I would say probably my most clear moment of this is crazy was winning Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was I was genuinely like in shock. Really? it was crazy. I was—I didn't even cry, and I'm a crier. I'm a big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just like, "What do I? What do I do?" But that was one of the first things that I really had to, you know, put the put the work in, do the work. You can't just—you yeah. can't just go out there without practice. Yeah. And I—that was one of the first times where I really felt like I deserved it yeah. because I put in so much work, and it wasn't just like a well, it happened. I was like. Yeah. I was in that studio every single day for three months. And me and my partner, we were never not dancing. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, good job, Charlie. Like, you yeah. you did it. You did really good. And you should be that. proud of yourself. And yeah. that was when I was like, look at me go. Yeah. <laughs> that was really cool. <laughs> <Aww>. I,
2: <laughs> I do was, love that. I love that. But I, I hope you know, and I know that you know this, but like it, nothing was handed to you. Like you... You are where you're at because one, you're incredibly talented, and you you have to be incredibly hardworking yeah. to to be where you are. So
0: I mean, never it's, forget that it's crazy. I think back to growing up, and I literally always was filming myself taking dance videos. I have videos of myself, and I was like, it must have been six on my big computer in the house, just dancing for hours. I want to get all of those like videos. Oh yeah. I would film myself doing my makeup. I would film myself making food. I always loved doing it. I just never posted it. Yeah. It's like how much of that prepared me for what I do now? Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. Wow. Oh my gosh. She was preparing herself.
1: She was practicing. Yeah. How do you keep like a sense of normalcy in your life? Because I mean, like sitting here talking to you. You're just like seem like a normal person who's like chill. And because you are, you know, you're constantly Going places, doing all these things. How do you keep that level of like normalcy in your life?
0: I love to be alone. Mm. I love to be by myself. Okay.
2: You guys are the same person. You're literally the same person.
0: I I find so much joy in just being content on my own. And I definitely don't hype myself up, which, you know, is good and bad, but it helps me. Like I'm not walking around the house like, and this is who I am. (laughs) You know, I also have an older sister who viciously humbles me every day <laughs> which is really fun um I mean my parents they'll they've always said from the beginning they were like this is great but you don't like social media comes and goes and I've always had that in the back of my mind like one day no one could care about who I am so yeah. let's just appreciate the moment mm-hmm. and like I'm not Beyonce you know I'm not, I'm just not. And I'm fine with that. Like, I'm, I'm cool. She, I'm not, I can't be doing all that. So um, it's just keeping in the back of my mind that like, like there's a million people who dance better than I do, make more quality content, but it happened to me. So, you know, appreciate it, but appreciate the fact that there's a million people who could do your job. And mm-hmm. the reason that you are the way you are is because of the people that support you. So you just have to remember that. And appreciate it. Yeah. That's such a good outlook. It is like, it is a lot. Even just like having a dog who literally doesn't care how many followers you have. They just love you for you. It's like Mm. keeping those things in mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's so special. Yeah. Is there something that,
1: there doesn't need to be, but is there something like, that you miss about like, your life prior to? Crazy fame.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I miss high school a lot. I do. Mm. I didn't get to finish. I stopped going to school in sophomore year, Yeah. but my freshman and sophomore year of high school were like the best times of my life. I swear. Mm. I miss that a lot, but you know, that's also just growing up. Couldn't be in high school forever, you know? (laughs) So I don't really feel like I'm missing out a lot and I still get to do a lot of fun things, but I'm also not, I don't like to leave the house much. So I don't feel like Oh, every time I go out, everyone's take photos. Because sometimes I'll go like weeks without leaving my house if I don't have to. Yeah. So, I don't. I honestly don't feel like much in my day to day has changed. I have a. I have a job, but everyone has to have a job, you know. Yeah. So it's it's nice. I really, I don't find it that. I don't find it difficult to, I guess, be me. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's awesome.
0: That's special too, because definitely
1: a lot of people like lose the sense of like themselves when, yeah. when
0: you're handed that. I've so. also seen that happen a yes. lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I definitely try to keep myself a little bit more grounded. And I also am doing this with my family, which yeah. helps a lot because your parents are going to tell you the things you need to hear, not always the things you want to hear. Yeah, And they just, they have always treated me very normally. They always have, they from As long as I can remember, they always said you have to protect your brand. You as a person are a brand. So, don't go out doing crazy, stupid things Mm. because it's going to be on jobs, college, everything. They were always very, very, Mm. you know, worried about that. Not that they had to be worried like I was going to do some crazy things, but they were just like, be the person that you want other people to see. Don't be crazy and like a horrible person. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's great advice.
2: Yeah, for sure. Has it been because I mean, this has definitely been something tricky for me. Has it been difficult at all with like friends and meeting people and, you know, sifting through the who is there for the right reasons? Um, you know, and protecting that that inner circle of yours? Like, has that been a,
0: a tricky yeah. thing? I, I mean, I don't go out a lot. So where where do I meet these people? Yeah. Honestly, I met a lot of my friends through work, which is crazy. I'm, I never work with people my age. I'm, always, I'm usually the youngest, and I spent like 15, 16, 17, 18, those very important years where you make the friends and you're going to college and yeah. you're in high school, all that stuff, surrounded by a bunch of adults. Yeah. So, or people, especially in the beginning, people who wanted to make videos together, but then I was never invited to actually hang out right. Mm. And that was really hard because mm. they'd be like, well, you're too young and I'm like, but I'm not. like I'm not too young to film with I'm not, like you guys are just at the house. like I don't don't see the issue. why? Yeah. I can't come if everyone else can go. Yeah, which was really hard. and I mean, I definitely spent a lot of time without friends for a while like not leaving my house not doing anything but i i met my friends through a dance job and i met a bunch of kids my age and they the drive and the passion that they have because that they are doing what my dream growing up was yeah Mm. so getting to see that and they're also very supportive of me and i don't i don't get that a lot Mm. um i don't i'm not usually around people that are are proud of me because a lot of times I was around people who viewed it as a competition and that's just so not my mindset that it was really nice to to feel that way and I honestly a lot of my friends and people that I hang out with are my boyfriend's friends who have now you know I've become so close with them and some of the people that were on the dance job actually knew him because he grew up in LA and he like knows people from here yeah Yeah. so that's really funny so we all hang out together but I don't know I don't really go out much if I am doing something like I'll have everyone come to my house which is really fun yeah but I like to do small little get-togethers but it is hard and I've I've I spent a lot of time with no friends yeah Mm. but I I think I needed that to it's not worth it to have a bunch of people that don't actually like you around you
1: yeah That's so awesome that you, like, know this because I feel like that takes people until, like, their middle age to,
0: like, actually. There's a lot of hard hard truths for, like, 16-year-old me. Yeah. Yeah, Wow.
2: Yeah. I mean, you're, like, finding good quality friends is so tough, especially out here. But, like, your friends should be your, your biggest cheerleaders. Yeah. But also be able to hold you accountable like there's 100%. that like there's that balance and that's what
0: yeah that's another hard thing I'm consistently around people that are just going to tell me what I want to hear yeah, you know
2: that's the danger I
0: could be doing something that is like so dumb or or something that's so bad for me yeah and these people aren't going to tell me that you yeah. know I, I work with these people and they're not going to be like you need to stop doing that yeah they're going to support me which is great it's great to feel supported but that's why I'm so thankful that I have my parents because they'll be they they had to sit me down and we're not going to let you rot away in your room like we can't let you do that you need to get your life together you need to go outside and it was really hard and of course I was like oh my gosh like you guys I'm 18 19 years old like leave me alone I'm an adult I can do what I want and then my boyfriend had to say you have no fun you have no friends like genuinely you need to you need to do something because you're miserable all the time you don't do anything for yourself and now I've started doing a lot more which is fun like last night I went to Horror Nights um, oh, which is my first time and that really? was so exciting and those little things even the earlier this week he was like "You should hang out with friends tonight and I was like I just got back from a trip like I really don't want to yeah. and he's like either you hang out with people or I'm going to go hang out with my friends. And I was like, well, I don't want to feel left out. So, like, <laughs> fine, whatever. And I ended up having so much fun. Yeah. I and know. it just takes that little push yeah. that makes you a little bit uncomfortable. But it then it's always so worth it. Yeah. yeah.
2: She, she is, um she's your boyfriend to me. I'm, yeah, I don't, I don't like going out too much. I'll, you know.
1: Not I, that I like it either, but. Yeah. You definitely, you What's important to get out of the house sometimes, yeah. and I, I, I'm good at getting out of the house, and even if it's just by myself doing something, and you definitely are like, I'm not leaving my couch, and I'll have to be like, come on, let's go to like so and so's birthday party, and he's like, no,
0: but but like, we're not gonna know anyone there, yeah. like it's not gonna be, I'm like, okay, I'm man. not a
2: large group of people type of person, it's a yeah. lot,
0: like yeah. If I can't find an outfit I like, I'm like, oh well, I guess it wasn't meant to be, <laughs> yeah, just like. You wear sweats and no one cares, It's yeah. yeah. Fine, yeah. yeah. I literally like, I think, I think a good routine we have now is I'm like,
1: we'll go, like, let's say hi to like whoever's hosting it or their birthday, whatever. Yep. We stay for 30 minutes. If you're ready to go, like, we'll leave, yeah. Like, yep. but it's as simple yeah, as she that. Has,
2: she, she's gotten smart with that, <laughs> you, you, you have because you always doing end up that. having
1: fun, yeah. Well, I know. And this, this what I'm talking about specifically, we got there and I was like, I mean, we we got there at like what nine. Which is which is like we don't go out like uh like nine or ten and I was like we'll just go for like thirty minutes say hi tell him happy birthday we ended up staying till two thirty in the morning <laughs> Taylor was the living on the dance floor this man does not know how to count an A count but was, was <laughs> doing all of the things I in this ripped
2: little... I ripped both of my jeans from doing knee slides on the dance floor like was, it
1: was... It wasn't highly intoxicated like was just like having fun yeah. like. And yeah, we got no. in the car, and I was like, "You're welcome."
2: Well, if you're like, wasn't highly intoxicated. <laughs> I was, definitely wait, had. You
1: had that. Definitely had I said, some help. <laughs> <but> not highly. <laughs> that's why I said highly. <laughs> you had you had a couple a drink hey, or two.
2: They were great margaritas.
1: Yeah, Casamigas <laughs> all the way. <laughs> oh my gosh!
2: So, not only you, but your your whole family was kind of thrown into this limelight um, once everything started happening, and. Now, um, which we are we are caught up um, on the Demelio show. You have cameras. I'm just so curious about this because I don't know how I would do it. How is it with cameras and crew following you around all the time in yeah. your house? In I want to your- know
1: what it was like the first season, like maybe compared to now, like yeah. the first time they like started following you. Yeah, Sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. That's but-
2: true. Like in your safe space, you mm-hmm. like. You love your safe space, like just like me. Like my home is my sanctuary. Like I can't imagine, I can't imagine it. How was that adjustment for you?
0: It was really weird. I've always said this. I'm not meant to be in the spotlight. My dream was to be a backup dancer. Like I don't want to be the focal point. I don't enjoy it. I like to do my own thing. Yeah. Um, having cameras in your house is very odd. You never really get used to it. Yeah. And it's also, you know, like I'm in my room, I'm in my house, I'm supposed to feel like I can say whatever I want, I can do whatever I want, I can wear whatever I want, it's my home. So having people in there and then having to rewatch it, it's really hard. I think the hardest time of filming besides this past season was when I was really, really struggling with like really bad cystic acne. Mm. And I literally, I didn't even want to look at myself. Yeah, And I would just like cake makeup on, then my face would get irritated. So I would have to take it off. And then I just had red scabs all over my face. And I would like, I don't want to be here. I know I don't look my best. I don't feel my best. I now have to go and talk because you know there's scheduled times for like interviews and stuff like that. So going into that like I'm already not feeling great and then I have to watch it back and then I have to hear everyone else talk about it and I'm yeah. just like okay. But I think this past season was probably the the hardest for us. Oh, really? It was a lot. Our family unit was struggling a mm. lot and that was that was hard when you rely on your family as a whole. And you don't have that strong bond and connection like we normally do, mm-hmm. made it really hard because, yeah, our family's going through a lot and now we have to talk about it and now we're getting cuts back and things are edited certain ways. And you're like, well, I didn't mean it like that. And then you have to relive it four times. It's like, yeah. okay, I'm over it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I was going to ask, like, is it
1: like, Do you think it makes it harder or easier or indifferent? Like, because it is all of you. Like, it's not just like one of you that's famous and the other ones are like, just like not involved at all. You're all, it's literally your last name. You're all involved in it.
0: you think that like makes it harder or easier? I think it makes it easier in a lot of ways. It's nice to have people that are going through the exact same thing that you are, that you can talk about. And like, I live with my older sister. I see my parents way more than any 19-year-old should. <laughs> we <laughs> spend a lot of time together and it's great. I love it. But there is the other side of things that's like, well, they're asking us all to do this, but it's like, well, it sounds so horrible to say, but like if I don't do it, they won't be able to do it. It's like sometimes that's a little hard, Pressure. But then again- my dad helps with a lot of the business stuff, which is really nice. And he can like explain things to me. And my parents will protect and support me unlike anyone else. Yeah. And they, they care about me as a human being rather than how much money I'm bringing in, yeah. you know, and you get people in your life that are, are going to guide you in certain directions. That's maybe beneficial for them rather than for you as a human. Yeah. So it's nice to to have all sides and, you know, we're family. Like most of season three, Dixie and I were like at each other's throats. Mm. We were not getting along, which then people, of course, take so out of context. And it's crazy yeah. the things that they say. Who gets along with their siblings 24-7? Like sometimes we are best friends and yeah. then she won't talk to me for a week because I didn't braid her hair. It's like we go back and forth. And yeah. it's always so petty and stupid. But then, it's great content for the show. People, people love to watch it. And then we just look back and we're like, that was so stupid. There was no need for that at all. And we're both so dramatic. <laughs> so, I mean, we like go back and forth. But at the same time, our family is like, we have each other's backs through it all. And if I, I could be so mad at my parents or my sister. But if I call them and I'm like, I need help or I'm struggling, yeah. they will drop anything for me. Yeah. And I would do the same for them. Yeah. Yeah. For that, sure that's so important
2: is there any any glimpse or tease of what's still to come in season three?
0: Oh, there's a lot i'm honestly i don't know what's out yet. i know well, where <laughs> I, don't, are we I don't watch it but i can't listen to my voice so i don't watch videos myself i think i'm like the most annoying person to, to like hear it's, I, <laughs> I can't guess. and that's i use like you. the same five adjectives like <laughs> awesome so cool amazing that so i'm like okay shut up charlie <laughs> yeah. um but there's something i'm really excited to see honestly i the things that i love about the show is getting to look back on really great times in my life mm-hmm. and things be captured like yeah. all the behind the scenes of co-hosting the kids choice Awards. it's like i'm excited to see that yeah um behind the scenes of going on the dancing with the stars tour behind the scenes of like Finding all of these great friendships that I didn't have before traveling, like the the really fun stuff that yeah. I think is just so special and were such great times Yeah, that it was like so cool. The stuff that no one has seen, like what goes into co-hosting an award show? Yeah. Who knows what that is? Yeah. And it was so much fun and such a great time that I just, I hope everyone else enjoys it as much as I enjoyed doing it. Yeah. Mm. That's awesome. That's great. That's special.
2: Uh, I was gonna say like the younger generation could can learn so much from you, but really anybody and yeah. everybody can. Like I I kind of had an assumption of you going like a positive assumption going into this, but you just reaffirmed um who I thought you were. Um more than i can imagine i'm just so impressed by you and you're a really special person and we're just very thankful that you took the time to come here today it was a pleasure meeting you
0: i mean this was this is amazing for me to get to talk about these things so openly you know yeah, yeah. it's helpful like person to person to have that yeah we should definitely okay. Talk.
1: Yeah. We, <laughs> yep. <laughs> dance session. I mean, I haven't danced in a long time, hey, so maybe I not. Have dance a, I have a
0: dance room in my garage. Hey. Oh, I will, I will. I've got Marley floors. It's oh my gosh. Wow. Oh, yeah. You mean business. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Well, thanks for thanks for hanging with us. Thank you for having me.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for squeezing us into your day. Please be sure to rate, review, and follow our pod and check out full episodes on YouTube.
2: You can follow me at Taylor Lautner, my lovely wife at Tay Lautner. Check out the squeeze on Instagram at the squeeze. And also give a a little uh, glance and a follow to Lemons by Tay. That's at Lemons by Tay on Instagram and lemonsbytay.com.
1: And also be sure to email us podcast at gmail.com. If you guys have any questions, any guests you'd like to see, we've gotten some interesting emails so far, which has been awesome. But most importantly, please continue to talk about your journey with those around you and send our show to a friend that you think could use a little extra squeeze in their life.
2: Absolutely. Toodles, magoodles, everyone.
1: Magoodles.